0: so find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. My name is Sarah Ruth and I'll be your
1: reader today. Today is Friday, February 9th and the 30th of Shavuot on the Hebrew calendar. It is Rosh Hodesh, which means we are beginning the first day of a new month. Our parashah, is the Mishpatim, which means judgments. This is our Torah portion. And today we'll be reading Exodus chapter 23, verses 20 through 25, as well as Numbers chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. But before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Behold, I am sending an angel before you to guard you on the way and to bring you into the place that I have prepared. Watch for him and listen to his voice. Do not rebel against him, because he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. But if you listen closely to his voice and do everything I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you to the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites and I will cut them off. You are not to bow down to their gods, or serve them, or do what they do. Rather, you are to utterly overthrow them and break their pillars in pieces. You are to serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your food and your water. Moreover, I will take sickness away from your midst." That was our reading in Exodus chapter 23. Now we're going to do the second part of the parashah today, which is in Numbers chapter 28 verses 11 through 15. On the first of the month you were to present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven flawless male lambs a year old. With 3 tenths of an ephah of fine flour, mixed with oil as a grain offering with each bull, and two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering with the ram, and with each lamb, a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offering shall be, per bull, half a hen of wine, a third of a hen of wine per ram, and a fourth of a hen per lamb. This will be the monthly burnt offering at each new moon throughout the year. Also, one male goat as a sin offering to the Lord, beside the regular burnt offering, is to be offered with its drink offering. That concludes our readings in the Torah today. Next, we're going to read from the prophets. This reading is from 1 Kings chapter 18. Now it was after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show yourself to Ahab, then I will send rain on the land. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria. Ahab summoned Obadiah, who was the steward of the palace. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. For when Jezebel was cutting off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took 100 prophets, hid them 50 to a cave, and provided them with bread and water. Then Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the springs of water and to all the wadis. Perhaps we may find grass, and so keep the horses and mules alive, and not lose all the animals. So they divided the land between them to explore it. Ahab went one way by himself, while Obadiah went another way by himself. As Obadiah was on the road, all of a sudden Elijah met him. When he recognized him, he fell on his face and said, Is it you, my Lord, Elijah? It is I, he answered him. Go tell your Lord, look, Elijah is here. How have I sinned, he replied, that you are giving your servant into the hand of Ahab to put me to death? As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent to search for you. And when they said he is not here, He made that kingdom or nation swear they could not find you. Now you're saying, go tell your Lord, look, Elijah is here. But as soon as I leave you, the Ruach of the Lord may carry you off where I wouldn't know. Then when I come and tell Ahab and he can't find you, he'll kill me. Now I, your servant, have feared the Lord since my youth. Wasn't my Lord told what I did when Jezebel slaughtered the prophets of the Lord? How I hid 100 of the Lord's prophets, 50 to a cave, and provided them with bread and water? So now you say, go tell your Lord, look, Elijah is here. He'll kill me. Then Elijah said, as the Lord Zavahot lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him. Then Ahab went to meet Elijah. Now when Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, the one who causes trouble for Israel? But he answered, I have not troubled Israel. Rather, it is you and your father's house by forsaking the mitzvot of the Lord and going after the Balaam. Now then, send and gather to me All Israel at Mount Carmel, together with the four hundred fifty prophets of Baal and the four hundred prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent word to all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. Then Elijah approached all the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is, follow him. But the people did not answer him, not even a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I'm the only prophet of the Lord left, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Now let them give us two young bulls. Let them choose one bull for themselves. Cut it into pieces. Lay it on the wood. And put no fire underneath, while I prepare the other bull, lay it on the wood, and put no fire underneath. Then you will call on the name of your God, and then I will call on the name of the Lord, the God who answers with fire. He is God. All the people responded and said, It's a good thing. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one bull for yourself. And prepare it first, since you are so many. Then call on the name of your God, but put no fire underneath. So they took the bowl that he gave them, prepared it, and called on the name of Baal, from morning till noon crying. Oh, Baal, answer us. But there was no voice. No one was answering. They also danced, leaping around the altar that was made. Now, when it was about noon, Elijah mocked them and said, shout louder. After all, he is a god. Maybe he's deep in thought or relieving himself or he's off on a journey or perhaps he's asleep and must wake up. So they shouted even louder and cut themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom until the blood gushed over them. When midday was past, they kept prophesying ecstatically until the time of offering up the evening sacrifice, but there was no voice, no one answering, no one paying attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came closer to him. Then he repaired the damaged altar of the Lord. Elijah took twelve stones, like the numbers of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. Then he made a trench around the altar, large enough to contain two measures of seed. Then he put the wood in order, cut the bowl in pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said, fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. Then he said, a second time, and they did it a second time. Then he said, a third time, and they did it a third time. So the water ran around the altar and he also filled the trench with water. Now it was at the time of the offering up of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so that these people may know that you, Lord, are God, and that you have turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood, the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, Lord, he is God. Lord, he is God. Then Elijah said to them, seize the prophets of Baal. Let not a single one of them escape. So they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the Wadi Kishon and slew them there. Then Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink, for there's the sound of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. But Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, crouched on the ground and put his face between his knees. Then he said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up, looked and said, there's nothing. Then he said, go back seven times. And it was the seventh time that he said, look, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. Then he said, go up, say to Ahab, harness your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. In a little while, the sky grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy rain. Ahab mounted and rode and headed to Jezreel. Now the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, so he girded up his loins and outran Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. This concludes our readings in the Prophets day. Our next portion is going to come from the writings, and today we're reading Psalm 109. For the music director, a Psalm of David. O God of my praise, be not silent, for the wicked and the deceitful have opened their mouth against me. They spoke to me with a lying tongue, with hateful words surrounded me, and fought against me without cause. In return for my love, they are my accusers, but I am in prayer. They repay me evil for good and hatred for my love. Said a wicked man over him. Let an accuser stand at his right hand. When he is judged, let him be found guilty, and may his prayer be a sin. Let his days be few. Let another take his position. May his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children wander and beg, and may they search in their ruins. Let a creditor seize all he has and may strangers plunder his labor. Let no one show him mercy or take pity on his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off and his name be blotted out in the next generation. May the guilt of his fathers be remembered before the Lord. The sin of his mother never blotted out. Let their sins be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth. For he never remembered to show mercy. But he persecuted a poor and needy man, crushed in spirit, to put him to death. How he loved cursing. May it fall on him. He had no pleasure in blessing. May it be far from him. He wore cursing like his robe until it filled his belly like water and his bones like oil. May it be like a cloak wrapped around him, like a belt tied around him always. Let this be the Lord's reward to my accusers and to those who speak evil against me. But you, Lord, my Lord, deal with me for your name's sake, because your loving kindness is good. Deliver me. For I am afflicted and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I fade away like an evening shadow, shaken off like a locust. My knees totter from fasting, and my flesh is lean with no fat. And I have become a taunt to them. When they see me, they wag their head. Help me, Lord my God. Save me through your loving kindness. Let them know that it is your hand that you, Lord, have done it. They may curse, but you bless. When they arise, they will be ashamed, but your servant will rejoice. My accusers will be clothed in disgrace and wrapped in shame as in a cloak. I will greatly thank the Lord with my mouth, and in the midst of a throng will I praise him. For he stands at the right hand of the needy to save him from those who condemn his soul. That finishes our readings in the writings, and our last reading today is going to be from the Apostolic Writings. We're going to read John chapter 5. After this, there was a Jewish feast, and Yeshua went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, there's a pool by the Sheep Gate called Beth-Zatha in Aramaic, which has five porches, In these, a crowd of invalids was lying around, blind, lame, disabled. Now a certain man had been an invalid there for 38 years. Seeing him lying there and knowing he had been that way a long time, Yeshua said to him, Do you want to get well? The invalid answered him, Sir, I have nobody to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I'm trying to get in, somebody else steps down before me. Yeshua tells him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Immediately, the man was healed. He took up his mat and started walking around. Now that day was Shabbat. So Judean leaders were saying to the man who was healed, It's Shabbat. It's not permitted for you to carry your mat. But he answered them, The man who made me well told me, pick up your mat and walk. They asked him, who is the man who told you, pick up your mat and walk? But the man who had been healed didn't know who it was, for Yeshua had slipped away into the crowd in that place. Afterwards, Yeshua finds him in the temple. He said to him, look, you've been healed. Stop sinning so nothing worse happens to you. The man left and told the Judean leaders that it was Yeshua who had made him well. Because Yeshua was doing these things on Shabbat, the Judean leaders started persecuting him. But Yeshua said to them, my father is still working and I also am working. So for this reason, the Judean leaders kept trying even harder to kill him because he was not only breaking Shabbat, but also calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Therefore, Yeshua answered them, Amen. Amen. I tell you, the son cannot do anything by himself. He can do only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does likewise. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he does. He will show him even greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. For just as the father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the son gives life to whomever he wants. The father does not judge anyone, but is handed over all judgment to the Son, so that all should honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Amen, amen, I tell you. Whoever hears my word and trusts the one who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed over from death into life. Amen, Amen, I tell you, an hour is coming, and now is here when the dead will hear the voice of the Lord. Those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in him, so also he has granted the Son to have life in himself. Also, he has given the Son authority to judge, because he is the Son of man. Do not be amazed at this. For an hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good will come to a resurrection of life. And those who have done evil will come to a resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing on my own. Just as I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. For I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. There is another who testifies about me, and I know the testimony he gives is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. I do not receive the testimony of man, but I see these things so that you may be saved. He was the lamp that was burning and shining and you wanted to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony I have is greater than that from John. The works the Father has given me to finish, the very works I am doing, testify about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has testified concerning me. You have never heard his voice nor seen his form, nor do you have his word living in you because you do not trust the one he sent. You search the scriptures because you suppose that in them you have eternal life. It is these that testify about me. Yet you are unwilling to come to me so that you may have life. I do not accept glory from men, but I know you that you do not have the love of God in yourselves. I have come in my father's name and you do not receive me. But if another comes in my own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another and you do not seek the glory that comes from God alone? Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who accuses you is Moses in whom you have put your hope. For if you were believing Moses, you would believe me because he wrote about me. But since you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? That, friends, concludes our readings in the apostolic writings today. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice in this cycle, also read 1 Timothy chapter 6 today. As always, it's a joy to read God's word with you. I am Sarah Ruth, reading for Daily Bread. For busy moms, shalom until next time.